It's the hun. It's no, not the hundredth. It's the two hundredth and third episode of the Mina's House podcast. Uh, after a week off, we are back. I'm your host, Mina. Say what? Dex Stucky. And that's it. <laughs> Garnett just called me, um, and I had to ignore him because we're live. So, uh, yeah. So we took a week off. I actually was really sick. And at the time I didn't know what I had. So, um, we normally record this podcast on Tuesdays and then we release it on Wednesdays. So I woke up on Tuesday and I had like the worst, I mean, the worst headache and I had a fever and I, I can't even tell you like the last time that I had a fever, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't remember. It's not, I'm not like a fever kind of person and I don't get a lot of headaches. Um, in you general. said I'm not, a, I'm not a fever kind of person. No, <laughs> you know how some people be like, oh, I got a fever for everything. Like, I don't know. That's not me. Yeah. And then I had a really bad fever and I literally felt like my head was about to explode. And then I found out shortly that I was positive for the coronavirus. So that when on the day that we normally record, I didn't know I had the coronavirus yet, but I knew that I had something and I knew that whatever it was, it was strong because I had it. Did it cross your mind that you might may have had that like almost immediately or did you not think it at all? Um, I thought I had it almost immediately. And my boyfriend was like, no, you just have a head cold because I'm very like, I wear my mask, you yeah. know, um, I sanitize all the time. I'm very like OCD with that. I'm vaccinated. So he knows that like I, I go out of my way to be safe, but I am a public figure and I am out a lot. So um, you can try to be as safe as you want, but sometimes it's not even about what you're doing. It's about what everyone else is doing. Ironically, I got it not even from like, I got it from like, uh, like, of uh, uh, intimate friend thing. Mm -hmm. That's was, how it usually is, though. That's what yeah, it wasn't even like I went somewhere and you know what I'm saying? Like it was I know exactly where I got it from when I got it, you know, because literally everybody started saying like, oh, so and so is sick and so and so is sick and so and so did a home test and so and so is positive. So um, I know exactly where I got it from. And it was a, a basically a place where i felt like i was safe, safe. Mm -hmm. and that's really what the issue is you're not safe anywhere because you don't know what people are doing <laughs> um i think it's really shocking to know that you had coronavirus which i don't know why just because like it's been around but it's kind of shocking but i think maybe i'm just speaking for myself here but it's more shocking because I just heard you say you have a boyfriend and I don't think the podcast knew that. I don't think I knew that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a boyfriend and oh. he was like, I, well, I'm, I think after the coronavirus, I definitely, it definitely changed how I see him because he was very much there and he was oh. there for me and he helped me and um he didn't get sick but he could have gotten sick he put yeah. himself in danger to get sick and it's funny because he was saying like oh you know it's not that you're you're safe all the time you know we've only been dating for a couple of months it's not like a a very long thing it's fairly recent but you know when you're sick and you have like 102 fever and someone yeah. is there yes. not even caring about whether they get it whether you know i think that speaks volumes about that person in my in, life and how I much mean, they care about you 
Right. I remember I dated a boy and I had the flu and like I had asked him to bring me like chicken noodle soup and he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, you'd be surprised. He was like, I'm not getting sick. You'd be surprised how selfish people are. Or like, even when you ask for help, they're like unwilling to help you. Right. So he said, my immune system ain't there. <laughs> right. Well, not this guy. This guy was like, I don't care if I get sick, I get sick, you know, and really helped me throughout the whole thing. And I would say like, I'm just thankful that I'm vaccinated because I think the worst of it for me probably lasted two days. I felt like the worst and I still worked throughout the whole thing. Like I was on air at home, you know, I'm like super thankful that I have a job where I can, you know, be on air at home and I have a home studio and, and you can't even hear it on air. Like you can't even hear that I was home, but I was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I literally, there was one, I think on Tuesday I had got off air and I literally had like 102 fever and I took a Tylenol and went to bed and he put some onion, he made me drink some onion concoction, some onion and garlic <laughs> concoction. And I put an ice pack on, on, you know, on my forehead and I got yeah. up and I did my second show. And I had, you know, at the time I didn't know I had a coronavirus, but I worked throughout the whole thing. And let me just say this. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I no longer have it in my system because I've been testing negative, but I still cannot taste. I've heard that. I've heard I that, that like it lasts for a minute. Yeah. And I, at one point I couldn't even smell my, like my dog's breath is the worst. And that's how I knew like, oh, wow, I really have the <laughs> coronavirus. Cause I remember the second I bent down and she went <sighs> in my face. And normally I'd be like, ew, Zena, your breath. But I was like, I cannot smell her breath. What is happening? So <laughs> I think that was like the biggest thing for me. Like I love to eat and just like, just not be a, being able to taste anything and smell anything. And then like to this day now, I really just can't. Yeah. Like that's really the scary part. Like how long is this going to last? You know, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm hosting Thanksgiving at my house for the first time. I need my taste buds. Like <laughs> I need to make sure this turkey is on point, especially after this man literally just nursed me back to health when I right. had coronavirus. Imagine, I, imagine you can't taste and you're making some chicken and I don't know if that chicken is, is good hello, to serve or not. <laughs> hello. Or like, he's going to be like, this girl can't even cook. <laughs> this turkey is dry and nasty. <laughs> I never made a turkey. Have you ever made a turkey, Dexter? I haven't. I, I stay away from the stuff that I know I won't know how to do. Like that. I'm making a turkey for the first time and I can't even taste anything. <laughs> maybe, maybe hold off. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I can't taste anything. But you should document this though. Like you should record it. Like do the TikTok that we we should see the full the full start to finish of this turkey situation. I'm very curious about this. <laughs> I gotta tell the world I have coronavirus. Like I haven't even posted. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. I feel like it's something I have to post about or announce. But do I? It's weird though, because I feel like when you like when most people post about it and stuff like that, it's kind of like, hey guys, this is what I went through, or this is what I'm going through. And it's like, okay, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. When you do it, like you're a public figure. So people are gonna be like, Was she around me? <laughs> do I got it too? Like, when was the last time I saw her? <laughs> I will say I didn't go out for a week, so I was very safe. 
And then what I, I started going out when I tested negative, but I still felt a ways because I still had congestion and I still couldn't taste anything. So I'm like, God forbid these tests aren't accurate. So I've been wearing my N95s. I went to an event and they were trying to take a picture and they're like, take off your mask. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I wasn't going, I wasn't about to be like, I just had Corona because that's, that's an uncut, right. That's an uncomfortable even conversation to have. Like I went to where someone was like, where you been at? You know? And I was like, I have Corona. No, I said, I got Corona. And the person looked at me like, and like backed up and I'm like, no, 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 it's gone but I had it. So it's like an uncomfortable conversation yeah. to have with people. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be at the event like, no, I'm not going to take my mask off. I just had coronavirus. Like, I was just like, no, I'm not taking my mask off. Thanks. <laughs> so it's definitely uncomfortable because you don't want to tell everybody your business, but I feel like I have to because that's just the world that we're in. Like, yeah, when people get coronavirus, they're posting, you know, they're doing like, you know, like, they're doing like dialogues and diaries and people, people in on the ventilators talking about, I got coronavirus. And it's like, I didn't have that story. Thank the Lord. I mean, I did have a bad fever and, you know, I was very sick and I had, you know, an awful headache and I, I was fatigued and, you know, my, my muscles hurt, but I worked from home the whole time. Yeah. And I just managed it with with medication that I had at home, Tylenol, NyQuil, you know, mm -hmm. Benadryl, regular stuff, cough syrup, <laughs> stuff that I have around the house. So thank the Lord that that was my story. But I still cannot taste anything, Dexter. So That's, hopefully you get through that part soon, too. I hope so, too. All right. So let's hop into what's going on in our feed, because I could not wait to talk about Summer Walker getting a damn tattoo of her boyfriend. Now, we've only known her to be dating this man for a couple of months, but they each got matching tattoos of their names right on top of their eyebrow, like out of all places on their face on top of their eyebrows. It's like, you can't avoid this. Summer Walker got a big ass Larry on the side of her eyebrow and Larry got a big ass Summer on the side of his. I mean, I know that she's um, a musician, right? And I think rules are different for them, right? Half of the musicians have tattoos all over their face. But in general, like, should we be, are, are, I, I would think we're in a place where we would know not to get people's names tattooed on our face. I'm just saying. I mean, if you are the same woman who's getting paid 15 cents on a dollar because of a deal you did with the man you were yeah. dating and you already have tattoos all over the face anyway, like I, it's really not that big of a deal to me. Just fill it in. Like, it's not like we haven't been here before. <laughs> Garnett is joining us. Nice for you to join us, Garnett. Oh, listen, listen. I had like a, a couple glasses of wine earlier. <laughs> You, were you were you celebrating something? Because I feel like something's happening, but you're not it, saying. And I just want to know that. Yeah, yeah. Why are you always doing that to me, Dex? Yeah. You, I just did it to me until we now we know she has a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, word. I have a boyfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He took care of me when I had coronavirus, so. It just kicked the relationship up a notch. Yeah, that's deep. He risked his life for that. Right. Hello. We don't know what kind of immunity or immune system he had. He didn't even get it, which is crazy because he was next to me. I mean, 
He was next to me. He he was there. Okay, throughout the whole coronavirus, he didn't get it at all. But I'm like, imagine if he had one of those immune systems that really could not handle the coronavirus, and he would have been on a ventilator in the hospital. Like, I, I mean, the man literally risked his life. So yes, I have a boyfriend now. Mm. Would you have returned a favor? I absolutely would have. After this, uh, uh, yes, uh, uh. only because he did it first. <laughs> <laughs> And now if he's sick, I'm like, oh, well, he was there for me for the coronavirus. I got to be there, too. But he didn't even have a mask on. He came in here like Superman, like not caring, which is is very admirable. Just one more thing before before we get your take on Summer Walker. Mina said that... now I feel like I'm being shady. Mina said that she really is helpful. She's so thankful that she was vaccinated. That's why she don't think she got it as bad. I just wanted to put that out there before you gave your take. <laughs> listen, look, I'm, I'm <laughs> See, look, here you go. Listen, th- thank God you were vaccinated. Right. You didn't get it as bad. And I, I don't know his situation, but, you know. He's vaccinated God. too. I made him so, get listen, vaccinated. Thank God he's vaccinated. His immune system is really well too. So that's that's good. Cause you know, sometimes in that situation, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, <laughs> it could be a bad situation. So it could, know. but I literally kicked coronavirus in a week. And I think the the worst that I had it was two days. And I would say my worst symptoms were just the fever and like the muscle aches, you know, obviously the congestion, but you get congestion with, with anything, anytime you get sick, but that fever was no joke. That fever will take you the hell out. And, um, yeah, I, I had it really bad for two days. And then I had like symptoms for like the rest of the five days, but literally it took a week for me to, you know, to go through the motions and then test negative Garnett. So I'm really thankful. I don't. I can't even imagine how it would have been if I wasn't vaccinated. To be honest, that's why she didn't need our help, Dex. That's crazy. <laughs> Super crazy. But and um, he's vaccinated too. He didn't get it at all, and he was in it. It wasn't even like he we was definitely in another were like, room. We definitely were like, uh, if you need anything, please, please let us know. You said, you said, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, thank you, but I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I had my boo here. Listen, he was make he made a little onion garlic concoction. You know, he was like, he's Haitian, right? So he's like, this is gonna kick it. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm like, what you got me drinking over here? What the hell? But it worked. It yeah. really worked. Um, yeah, my bad on my turn. I literally I slept past my alarm clock. Um, I, I have alarm clock for eight. That that I had two glasses of wine. That shit put me down. Lightweight. I apologize. Oh, um, so to Dexter's point, were you celebrating something? I wasn't, but I was just like, you know, taking my jacket off, man, like relaxing for a second. Uh, I did. I do have some like great news. Like I, I got my first uh, for for my buyers. Congratulations. Um, my first offer accepted. So that Yay! was that happened yesterday. So, you know, it's, it's still like transitioning. Like it's like still like a surreal moment. Like to me, it's like super wild. You're about to sell a house. Now you got to go through the motions, right? Well, no, I, well, I'm I'm about to have my, my client buy a house. So I have buyers. I was a buyer agent on this one. So, oh, thank you. Well, that's big though. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, bro, especially in this market, man, it's been like super crazy. You know, this was, it, it was trying in a sense, right? Um, just because it's very competitive. We put in offers on a few other houses and, you know, they didn't get accepted, but 
Um, you know, they they never like wavered. I never wavered. I never looked at it as like a bad thing. And uh, it happened before the holidays. So, you know, it was it's a good thing at the top of the year. You know, they should be able to move into their beautiful home. And, uh, you know, they, they, they have a little one on the way. They already have a little one, so they're expanding. So, you know, they, they got something that they really enjoy. So Yeah, and, and, and right now it's a good time, like, to buy homes. It's it's cheaper than it was before, but it's it's going to get more expensive. It's a real estate tip that I know because I follow you, and I, I watch what you do. So there I you go, man. <laughs> Appreciate you, Dexter. Look at you, Garnett. Yeah. Garnett, me and my boyfriend were looking. We were just looking at houses on Zillow. It doesn't mean we're going to yeah. move or anything. We were just looking um because we're both homeowners yeah, so yeah. we were just having a conversation you know because we've been stuck in the house i mean i had coronavirus <laughs> and he wasn't going nowhere you know because he had to test and make sure that he wasn't positive so we were just you know doing weird stuff like looking at houses and we saw so many houses in our area being sold and it said keller williams keller williams and i'm like oh that's garnett garnett <laughs> works for them so i'm like if we're ready to buy a house which will probably be down the line we're coming to you bro give me a call i got you you. (laughs) we'll make it happen so summer walker literally got a tattoo of her boyfriend who we only know of him for months but apparently he put up like something i saw on instagram where he said that they've known each other for years Mm -hmm. um but she was literally just dating london on the track so they weren't dating each other for years you know what i'm saying like and she literally got the man name tattooed above her eyebrow his name is larry <laughs> yeah i mean she she just letting everybody know she, she don't give a damn about a lot of stuff that's basically what that means like her like, like her parents her skin her it, forehead the tattoo. this listen it don't even getting a, a man's name on there or another person's name on there just like that like stamps it but like a face tattoo is letting you know she ain't she's not applying for no day job anytime <laughs> soon like hang that up it's music or die um, it's a lot like uh, I listen. I know a lot of other musicians, rappers that once they do that, it's because they they pushed all the chips into the middle, and they are willing to do whatever. You know, she she got some money in her pocket though, so you know whether it's fifteen cents to 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 the dollar or not. Um, you know, she's in position to at least I would assume you know have her own house. You know, uh, be able to get certain things, take care of her people. But yeah, she just let you know she's a. Uh, she don't give a fuck. Oh, excuse me. She don't care about the new things. <laughs> excuse me. I just don't understand why, like, above your eye on your forehead. Like, okay, you wanted to show him it's real? Put it on your arm. Put it on your back. So Put his, it somewhere where it can is, be covered. Is his on his face, too? Yes. Okay, so, yeah, I, I was about to give him some. Maybe, maybe give him both screen. Maybe they doing things in the bedroom we've never seen before. Because <laughs> I ain't getting nothing on my face for anybody. <laughs> you might be onto something there. <laughs> Maybe it may be next level. But but Garnett, both of their faces are covered in tattoos though. So I think it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, let's just add one more. If you got thirty six <laughs> nine tattoos on your face, and somebody's name really is not that big of a deal. My biggest thing though with her, like you just released an album reflecting on a bad relationship right. and like really going in about it and then to the next thing you turn around and it's like you got a tattoo of Larry's name or right over your eyebrow <laughs> and then Larry's like I'm not new I've been around so it's like what how do you feel about the album then I would like to know how Larry feels about right. it like, what's here 
Larry probably think it's disrespectful. <laughs> Larry probably thinks she getting disrespected, and he 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 been playing the side dude for a minute. That's all that say. I was he, gonna say Larry's just happy to be in the limelight. We was yeah. never talking about Larry until now. Okay, nah. we know that man's full name. <laughs> this is a win for Larry's across the world. Yes, and especially because that's 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 an older name, Larry. Uh, yeah, that's a. <laughs> She needs to pump her brakes, though. I don't think she's realizing the pattern that she's in, right? Yes. She met London on the track, and then things happened rather quickly, and then she was pregnant, you know? And then now she she's, you know, she knows how much of a bad guy he is. Now you're rushing into another situation, whether you've known him since 2014 or whatever the hell he said. Yeah. I don't even remember the date. It was a 2014? I don't remember. He said years. Yeah. Right. Whether you know him for that long or not, I don't know if you know him in the context of an adult relationship, right? So you already got the man tatted on your forehead, girl. Like, you couldn't pump your brakes a little bit? Like, let him put a ring on it before you start tatting his name on your forehead. <laughs> and 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 that tattoo is just as permanent and perma- as permanent as that baby is. So you just, you love getting locked down for the long haul, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I feel like we've been doing this podcast so long that we've had this particular conversation a thousand times, I feel like. Uh, Grammy nominations are out again. I feel like we just had this conversation for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like it was yesterday. Right. We have this conversation all the time. Um, So I kind of just wanted to leave it open-ended. I mean, I we've established on this podcast, we even had people that are part of the podcast nomination committee, right? Yes. We've had them <laughs> on explain how all of this happens couple of months ago but um yeah we're here again um people are mad people are not mad let me just go through the album of the year right now albums of the year the nominations so uh there's a whole bunch of people we don't care about justin bieber (laughs) justin bieber justice uh tony bennett lady gaga love for sale john batiste batiste we are um this John Batiste guy got a whole bunch of nominations. I have no idea who he is. Um, Doja Cat, Planet Her, Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, Her, Back of My Mind, Little Nas X, Montero, Your Guy, Dex, um, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, Taylor Swift, Evermore, Kanye West, Donda. So that's those are the albums of the year. Now let's go down to Best Rap Album. J. Cole, the off season. Yay. Uh, Drake certified lover boy. It really is. Drake certified lover boy. Nas finally got another nomination. He got his first win last year. So maybe he'll get his second one with King's disease Two. Tyler, the creator. Call me if you get lost. Kanye West Donda again in the best rap category album. Now let me go down to R and B. I'm just going to do the albums because if we start going through everything, it just makes your head hurt. Yeah. After you finish uh, reading, I literally just um, somebody responded to something on Twitter with like a question regarding this. I would love to get your opinion on this. Okay, so best R&B album, Snow Allegra, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies, John Batiste, We Are. I always feel like there's someone in the R&B category that I don't know. Like, remember Giveon? And I'm like, who the hell is Giveon? And now we all know who Giveon is. So this John Batiste guy, We Are, Leon Bridges, Gold Diggers Sound, Her, Back of My Mind, Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels. Overall thoughts. 
Um, I will say I'm really excited for Jasmine Sullivan. I don't necessarily think that, that she's going to take it only because she's up against some heavy hitters. Like she's up against her. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, you know, that's a hard one. Um, she's also up against Snow Allegra, who I love as well, but like, I really would love for Jasmine Sullivan to take this home. She's had a big year, like consistently had a big year. And that's like one of the ones that really stuck out to me. Cause I feel like she, she's not always on this, on this list or gets this praise. And I right. really, really hope that she gets it. I'm rooting for J. Cole. Uh, I, I was up last night trying to get some work done, and uh, that's the album I was getting it done to. I like love. Uh, what's the what's the what's the name of his album? The off uh, season. The off season. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy that. I feel like that's one of his better ones. So I'm excited about that. Um, my ear hasn't been like to the streets when it comes to like R&B as of late. So I'm like unfamiliar with some of the people in there. I know you brought up Giveon, uh, you know, on like a, a previous year. Um, and then Aunt Clemens also was on there a previous year as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's that kind of genre. I'm not too familiar with at the moment, but um, I'll read you a question that somebody on Twitter actually just like said and I responded to, but he goes, uh, this is uh, at Chiron underscore H. He just, he just tweeted it. I thought it was funny, but it could pertain to this. He goes, so let's do some quick math. If her and Snow are up for best R&B album, but her is also nominated for album of the year. Aren't they telling us who will win the best R&B album? They are. Okay. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like, yes, we do want Jazzy to win, but her has eight nominations, right? So we know kind of like where the Grammys are right now. They're a fan of her, right? But Doja Cat also has eight nominations total. Wow. And I don't even know what she looks like. That's crazy. You know what Doja Cat looks like? Really? No. <laughs> no. I have no clue what Doja Cat looks like. <laughs> so you literally have like album of the year. That's that's easily going to be like either Taylor Swift, maybe Little Nas X if they want to, you know, champion him. Because I feel like a lot of people are championing him because of how innovative he is with breaking down some boundaries and how you know, out and open he's been with his sexuality. He's a supermarketer for that Mario. Right, but like Justin Bieber's in this category, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, you know, Little Nas X, Taylor Swift, they're all in these categories. So it's probably going to be her that wins the best R&B album. And, you know, it maybe will be for best, you know, I want J. Cole to win the best rap album. But Kanye West, to your point, Garnett, Kanye West is in this category as well. And he's nominated for album of the year. So it literally gives you some context as to where the Grammy board is with what albums they're enjoying. And that might give us a clue as to who might win in these individual categories. I feel like we're always rooting for the underdogs, though. We're always rooting for the Jasmine Sullivan's. We're always rooting on this podcast for the Nas's, for the J. Cole's, even though J. Cole isn't so much of an underdog. But I don't feel like he's received the accolades when it comes to like um, winning awards yeah, the way Has that he won a Grammy he deserves it. He won. Yeah, he won. He won one Grammy for being on Twenty One Savages song, the A Lot song. That's the okay. Grammy he won. Okay. Wow. 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 Yep. J Cole Grammy. And remember, they didn't give Nas a Grammy for twenty one damn years. <laughs> J. Cole's been nominated for a bunch of Grammys. That's what it is. But he just hasn't won. And Nas hasn't really been nominated that much. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, he so J. Cole won one one Grammy rap song last year, and it was for and the only reason I know this is because I went to his tour in Philly and he literally said I went on tour with this guy, 21 Savage, because he, he's my guy. And I literally have my only Grammy thanks to him. And it's his song a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. I so- wish, um, I wish, uh, well, I, I, I hope, right? I hope him and Nas actually get a chance to like show up. I'm not sure if they're going to be present. Um, but I think that that's actually dope if they both do show up and get a chance to, you know, kick it with each other a little bit more out in public because I know when, you know, J. Cole just came out, you know, that that was his favorite rapper. Right. So to be nominated together, I'm pretty sure that means something to him as well. I will say I'm just happy that Doja Cat is not in any of these R&B categories. <laughs> I love Doja Cat and I don't want that to come off in any way as I dislike her. I love her to death. But what I feel like is happening is a lot of her music is based in R&B and they're putting Doja Cat in the categories with like the Janae Aikos and the Jasmine Sullivan's and the hers and the Snow Allegra's because some of her music is R&B. And Doja Cat is winning all the awards because her songs are on the radio, like every genre. She's on R&B channels, hip hop channels, pop channels. We saw it at the AMAs. She won these R&B awards and even she was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just happy that the Grammys didn't put Doja Cat in any of these R&B categories. So we literally can have someone like a SZA, someone like a Her, you know, and someone like a Jasmine Sullivan win these awards, which they absolutely deserve. My other thing I thought when it comes to the Grammys is the Jay-Z effect and how like he's now like the, the most nominated artist in history, but Jay-Z is also the same person who says, I don't care about the Grammys at all. And it's just kind of like, why do we keep, why do y'all keep doing this? <laughs> like, right. Just, he passed it. I did see that he's like the more he passed Quincy Jones for like mm-hmm. the most nominated artist. It's just so interesting how things kind of cycle in life, you know, like early on in his career. I mean, he must have been snuffed for a lot of Grammys. Same thing as Nas. But I feel like as they mature and like people who are not people of color start seeing what their contribution to the culture is. This is when these accolades start coming in, like after the fact, you yeah. know? So uh, let's move on to Nicki Minaj hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac, Potomac uh, Part Three reunion. Are we in a in a space where A level artists? And I don't care what you guys say. Nicki Minaj is an A level artist. Okay? No, she is. She is. That's my girl. I like. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know. You know, sometimes Nicki's like one of those polarizing artists. You'll name drop her, and people like, I hate her. She has no talent. I don't understand. But um. But Nicki Minaj is an A-level artist, right? I, I, I don't understand why she doesn't like need to do this. Like some like we're seeing a lot of artists go into the media space, right? Joe Budden, Noriega, Fat Joe. But these are guys that their 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 music career is is on the tail end of it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been over for a minute. I just I'm so blown away by how literally A-level artists are starting to host award shows. We have Sierra hosting sh- award shows. She's, you know, I'm not saying she's an A-level artist at this point, but we have Alicia Keys um, hosting award shows. We have all these rap, I'm just giving examples of artists that are hosting things, Dexter. Okay. So- you, 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 I'm trying to behave tonight and you use the word A-level, you throwing out all the C's. Like, <laughs> 
thing. These are, I, the, you know, the, the, these are artists where you understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you have to find another source of income at this point. Even though Alicia Keys is married to Swiss Beat, she don't need right, no right. damn sources of income. That man has so much art in his house that they're billionaires just from, or millionaires just from the art that they have. All I'm trying to have a conversation about is, artists hosting things like yeah. which artists need to do this which artists don't does Nicki Minaj need to be hosting the housewives of Potomac I just didn't understand it because I don't feel like it's something that she needs to do I think Nicki does yes need to do it but I think like to the point you were making like someone like Ariana Grande does not need to be doing the voice she's on the voice I'm that's like, weird that she's on the voice. To me, it's also weird that John Legend's on the voice too, to be honest with you. Like, that's a weird thing that those people are doing that. And Kelly Clarkson is doing like a, a, a talk show. Hello, do you see where I'm going and with And that's this? exactly what you mean with that. But I think it is... For, for the, the voice thing, I can't explain it. I really don't know what's happening there. But I think for, because I don't think those people have money problems and I don't think those people need attention. And with Nikki, I don't think Nikki has money problems, but Nikki is lacking in the attention area, like positive attention. Like when you oh. talk about Nikki, like even when you started off, you're like, I don't know how y'all feel about Nikki. Because that's generally the conversation. You have to like kind of roll it out slowly with Nikki. And I think this is something that's like fun and like light and it's like funny and people can kind of like get behind it and you're not criticizing her. You're just like watching her do whatever she's going to like perform or, or talk to the girl, whatever she's doing on there. Whereas if she were to release an album, it's so much criticism and all that stuff that has to... Nikki Minaj re-released her first mixtape and people were dragging her and they were like, you're doing cocaine. <laughs> you're doing cocaine. <laughs> so I think she needed to do something like soft and like love to kind of roll it out there. And then I think this could open up the door for more stuff for her to do in the sense of working with um, a Bravo, the Bravo Network. Like she could do her own show. She could permanently host those uh, reunion shows or something like that. But why? I just, I, I do not just understand. To soften, it's I like, think to soften her image. Soften her I image don't get bit. it. It's like, I, you know, I would, under, I understand when some of these D-listers started doing it, right? I get it. You got to make money somehow. You got to, you know, you got to expand your brand. I, it's like, Taylor Swift doing a, a, a real a show. Taylor Swift don't need to do no damn show. Imagine Taylor Swift wow. hosting The Bachelorette. Taylor Swift don't need to be hosting The Bachelorette. I can't wrap my mind around Nicki Minaj, who is literally like the top woman in rap for 10 years. No one else can say that. The past 10 to 15 years, no other woman can say they've been the Don Dada, the top female talent in rap. You're hosting The Real Housewives of Potomac. To me, I just feel like that's, I don't want to say nothing is beneath her, but she's, she's too A-list for me for her to be doing that. Well, listen, they, uh, both of y'all make some pretty good points, um, but they could be giving her that bag right now. Like, I, I, I don't know if they released the actual contract or how much she's going to be getting paid for it, but you know, they, it could be worth her saying, you know what? Let me spend some time over here, regardless if, you know, I'm an A-list celebrity or not. You know, if they give her a couple million dollars for that, like, it's kind of hard to turn down if you just hosting. Um, but to go back to your tw Taylor Swift point, meaning, yeah, yeah, you know, it, that would be hard for Taylor Swift to do, to go ahead and host something like that. Not because, you know, she's just a super, you know, br like, branded artist, but, like, we don't know her for having that like poppy personality either. 
So to go to Dex's point, you know, this is somebody who actually does have personality, whether you hate her, whether you love her, you know, she's getting a, sh- a chance to really showcase that on another level. Um, I compare, you know, the, the music industry transition over to media kind of same way uh, with sports where, you know, there are athletes that, um, you know, they start their podcast or something earlier, you know, where, you know, Tom Brady, you know, he, he, he has to do stuff once a week. Now, that don't mean that he's going to do it afterwards, but it does condition you in a sense where it gives you another lane outside of what you're doing. And let's be honest, that's way less strenuous on your body than, you know, putting all the work in, going in on tour, you know, spending, spending a bunch of time and spending a bunch of money, you know, on studio time and stuff like that when... All you got to do is kind of show up, remember some lines and, you know, be yourself at the end of the day. So I necessarily don't see it as a bad thing. I I, I know for sure that, um, you know, that 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 housewives with her uh, hosting is going to like have record breaking numbers because of who who's going to be hosting it. You know, so she's going to be able to bring so much attention to it. And going back to Dex's point, it could clean up some of her image as far as how people feel about her on the internet. It may not be real in real life, right? But just, you know, in the hip-hop community on the internet, you know, she gets looked at in a certain manner if you look at just uh, through the eyes of Twitter. But, you know, these are things that she could, you know, possibly clean up and reach, you know, the audience that doesn't even care about, quote-unquote, Black Twitter, right? Like, they don't give a damn. But, um, you know, she can stay engaged with that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen... She she she's a megastar. Maybe it's you know it's a transition is something different. Um, and she she also had her own radio show as well. So I mean it's not it's not anything new. I you know what I think though I think that the music business is such in the trash when it comes to <laughs> how much music how much money artists are making. You know the whole streaming thing and and music being out there for free. I think that has hit people so much that literally these artists have to do other things. Like Cardi B hosted the AMAs. Cardi B has a Facebook show. Like we never had these A-list artists doing so much media stuff. This is stuff that I would do, right? I'm a media personality. I'm a host. You literally have all these artists taking jobs that typically would be for people like me, you know, obviously not the AMAs, but you know, hosts. Something, yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think somebody like Cardi needs it. I think the industry has changed so much that while I would say Nicki Minaj it's too a list to be doing like a housewife show. Like I can understand like why people make that argument. It's difficult for me to understand the argument, the same argument with Cardi B though, only because like, like when you said Nikki can boast that she was the top selling female rapper for 10 years, like Cardi doesn't really put out music like that. So like her, the, her career trajectory is so different where it's just like Cardi just kind of like last because she's super popular and i don't think like just i don't think she wants to just keep throwing out music i think she wants to do things that are like entertaining and polarizing it's like i kind of like the way cardi's going about it like you can't put me in this box and say i just got to keep putting out music because i'm not Nicki minaj i'm cardi b and i'm gonna put the music out but then you might catch me hosting the um what's the Porsche show mm-hmm. the atlanta housewives i who knows i might i might do some hosting like i i like it i like that they're doing that yeah i think you um you bring up a really good point, Mina, and I, I just want to ask you a question because it's something that I've said just as far as uh, the podcast arena. But, you know, how how do you actually feel about 
these these artists, right, that may not have a lot of experience taking, or I'm not going to say taking, but, you know, giving, uh, being given um, the platform at higher levels without 20 years of experience with media, you know, jobs instead of the people that's been bred and groomed to do some of these things. You know what's funny? Elliot Wilson um, from Rap Radar, Title. I mean, his, you know, he started Double XL, just a legend in like the media blocking world. Elliot Wilson literally asked me this question verbatim. And this is like when this first started happening, right? Now this is actually a thing, but like you can kind of see the trajectory ha like in the podcast. I think the podcasting world really set things off, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he literally asked me that. And my first gut reaction to it was, well, a lot of these artists are just artists, you know, they might suffer or um, not suffer, but they might not have the personality to, or, or really, you know, the professionalism to carry a lot of these shows. You know, you may think it's easy to do a podcast, but try doing it every week when you're 200 episodes in. I don't, I don't know the kind of, if every artist can, can dedicate or give that kind of commitment, right? So my, my response was, well, it's cute at first, but when you actually have to put in the work, they might be like, ah, I'm not doing this, you know? But now it's becoming where it's like, they're actually good at it, <laughs> you know? It's not like something that they're not doing or they're doing sometimes, or maybe they don't have the personality for it, you know? It's like artists now have it so much harder than artists maybe 15 years ago, because you actually have to have a personality now, right? Because everything is so visual, everything, it, you know, it, you're so, you have to be so accessible. So um, some artists have that personality and it's easy for them. like. It, Sierra killed it hosting. Alicia mm -hmm. Keys kills it hosting. You know, they clearly have the personalities that are okay with that. So for someone who literally like my dream job would probably be to host like the AMAs or the Grammys or one of those, you know, on air, on TV shows. For me, it just makes it harder to get those jobs, right? Like how am I supposed to host, you know, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta when, you know, Card Car you know, Nicki Minaj could turn around tomorrow and be like, oh, I want to host Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I did, I did Housewives of Potomac. You know, like, how am I supposed to get that job? So uh -huh. it's like, it, it's really a, a difficult spot because I feel like it's becoming so much of the norm. When Elliot first brought it to my attention and asked me the question, I was like, I don't mind because at the end of the day, this is a job and it's hard. And people think it's easy, but it's not. And you're, you, can, you can probably think it's easy to host a show or you know, but let you get into it. And then you're like, this is difficult. I didn't realize it was all this. I don't know if I'm cut out for this, but a lot of these artists are cut out for it. <laughs> it's weird though, now that you now that you say that, cause I, I agree with what you said hundred percent, but the one thing that you said that really sticks out to me is that like, let's see how you do it long-term. And I've, I've never really seen anybody do it long-term. Like, like, yes, like right now, like it is kind of hard to get to some of this stuff because Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B and Tia are doing it but when it comes to like a podcast and stuff like that a lot of them will start podcasts and like they put it out there and it really doesn't last like right like really i really feel like people who want to do this stuff they keep it going and keep it consistent whereas these artists they do it really quickly and it's like a quick money grab for them and that's it like i like look at joe button and his podcast like it's like you 
you you don't it doesn't make sense for you to do it almost so you blew it up and now you're trying to figure out other different avenues to jump into and i think that's because these people not that they don't have the skill i don't think they want to really invest in it they want it to blow up really quickly get paid and get out of it like how they well, did the music industry. it's not their talent i mean it's yeah. not that it's not their talent it's not their passion right mm-hmm. so i i literally could do this we're what 203rd episode i could do this for five years and not get paid a dime but this is my passion this is an mm-hmm. outlet you know i'm on the radio and obviously we can't have these long dialogues on the radio mm-hmm. so i enjoy having these conversations and then going on the radio and saying check out my podcast Mm -hmm. on Pandora or on this or on that, you know? So it's like, it gives me an outlet to kind of like, kind of like go through all of my thoughts in a, in a longer uh, forum, which radio doesn't really let you do that, but I have a passion for it. But you know, the passion for a lot of these artists is just, isn't there. It's like a cool thing. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I could do this now. It might give me a lot of money. But again, you know, what I, what I went back to saying with Elliot is long-term, this is, this is not, they're going to realize I I don't want to do a show once a week for the rest of my life, you know? Um, And maybe they might quit and move on to something else. But with these hosting jobs, it's different because it's a one and done, right? Yeah. So uh, Nikki does this uh, award. I mean, this reunion, she did it already. She taped it. That's it. She got her money. She, you know, if she's doing well, they'll hire her over Andy Cohen and (laughs) Andy will be out of a couple of, you know, a couple of dollars or, the other girl that Bravo uses to host all the stuff. So, you know, as somebody that's get, trying to get into that field, it just makes it harder. You even like look at MC Light as amazing as I think MC Light is at doing voiceovers, you know? Um, I mean, that's that's a voiceover job that someone else doesn't have. You know, I think that it's different for MC Light because she's been doing it for so long that now she actually is like a voiceover talent. But, you know, at first it was probably just like a side thing. You know, she's a rapper and now it's like, oh, I I can do these voiceover things. So it really makes it harder when the when they have that celebrity and, and, you know, it it makes it easier for them to book the, the job. They have that celebrity and then they have the talent as well. It makes it harder for people like me who I don't have that celebrity and I'm like trying to book you know these jobs or potentially maybe one day book these jobs as well it makes me want to go on like a reality show or something it's like because it's like all they care about is the name you know Doja Cat I forgot what Doja Cat hosted and she literally had like 10 outfits (laughs) right she had like 10 outfits and it's like you know, I mean, but, that, and, that's, and that's competing within each other, too, because remember, like they, they always have a celebrity do it. But like her being a music artist, I'm, I know the actors and the comedians are looking like, well, that, that's my job. Right. So I, just think, I don't know. I kind of think it lights a fire under all of us a little bit, too, where it's just like if you want to get to this next spot, you know what you got to do, even on our regular jobs. Like we see who's doing the position now. And it's just like, I know I can kill this better than you could. Let me go do it. And let me just show people that I can do it. Yeah, it just, it, again, it just makes you elevate. Like, what do I have to do to get the name yep. that is going to make sure that I land the job that, it not obviously I would never be up for hosting Housewives of Potomac because I just don't even have that name yet. But mm-hmm. like, You never know that. You know the one girl off the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 I do, I do. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like, 
what do I have to do to get this job over Nicki Minaj or over Do- and Doja also, Cat? Like, we should have this conversation outside, but like, you would come, you would do it as a media personality, but not about you and your name. It'll be because you can ask the questions that the fans want to know from a regular st- We might be onto something here. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about. And again, uh, when I saw Nikki do it, I'm like, in rap, you know, regardless of how you feel, she's she's an A-lister, you know? That's like Drake hosting the Grammys, you know, like, or Beyonce. That's like Beyonce hosting a, an award show. Like, I don't, Beyonce doesn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what what's the long-term goal here, B? Are you trying to be a host? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I, I Maybe it's like a money thing, you know? But you bring up a good point. Maybe Nikki just wants the publicity for something that's, you know, uh, far away from what she's been talked about recently, you know, she's been going through a lot with her husband and that that yeah, rape case and everything. Changes the image, it softens her up to women. Like, yeah. I, I think that's what she wants. Yeah. All right, real quickly, let's get into our topic about Thanksgiving because I'm hosting Thanksgiving at my house for the first time and I'm still having coronavirus symptoms where I can't taste anything. So I literally have been panicking because I've never made a turkey in my life. And like Googling how to make a turkey, I'm so overwhelmed by everything going on. Like even like when to put the aluminum foil on the bird. Like some people put please, it. Please record. Please. I want to laugh at you so bad. Please record. <laughs> I just, I, it's like, when do I put the aluminum foil on the damn bird? Do I put it in the beginning? Do I put it in the middle? Some people are like, cook the bird for three hours and then put the aluminum foil at the end. Or they're like, no, put the aluminum foil on the bird and then broil it at the end to get it crispy. I, it's like, I don't, I, I'm so like overwhelmed. And that's what my Thanksgiving is. I'm hosting it at my house for the first time. I can't taste because I have coronavirus and I never met a, made a damn turkey. And I'm like planning, you know, and hoping that everything goes okay. But I'm really like intimidated by it. So what are your plans? What are you guys doing? What's going on in Thanksgiving world for you? My plans are always crazy around the holiday season because I always got to bounce around, uh, go to different family members' house. So I go to, you know, something on my dad's side. I go to something to my mom's side. Uh, my godmom, who's, you know, like a damn near, you know, damn near my mom. So, like, I got to make sure I go to her house, too. So, like, I'm all, I, I got to go and get three different plates, not eat a lot at each spot until the end of the night. Then I can, like, indulge in whatever, whether it be drinks, whether it be food, wherever I end at, that's where I can, like, really go in because I, I got to kind of, like, divvy my time up to make sh- making sure – you know, I'm uh I'm at every single place, but um yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to different things at each house. Um I don't eat everybody mac and cheese. So like, you know, I, I do mac and cheese at each house uh, at certain houses. Um <laughs> uh turkey, I, I know it's gonna be some fried turkey at, at at my cousin's house on my dad's side because they did that last year. And no, nothing caught on fire, but they did do it outside and shit did spill. It did look crazy for a second. <laughs> Man, that fried turkey was all that. So I know, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The sweet potato pie at my aunt's house. I know, it's, well, it's, it's actually at my cousin's house. Uh, he just uh, he just moved to Williamstown 
uh, earlier this year. So uh, we're doing Thanksgiving there and it's going to be that that certain things at that house is like to die for. So I'm looking at, you know, I, I'm going to have three different plates with three different like specials on there. Everything is going to be good, right? Everything's going to be good. But Gar- the specialties that's going to be at this house, oh man, I can't wait. Gar- but Garnett, <laughs> so I got Corona from people that I know and love, right? Um, you have to be careful when you're going house hopping, right? Um, yeah, but I'll be fine. I pray, I drink ginger ale every oh day. Oh my God. <laughs> um, you know, Robitussin is right around the corner. I, I would be a-okay. Listen, just like yeah, you do had the Haitian special, I got the Afro-American special. Like, I know what's going on. We're going to be all right, right? Like, Please wear a mask, okay? I always got one on me, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right now, I'm wearing about that that mac and cheese I don't get too often. You know, he said priority, sweetheart. <laughs> like, I don't priority. understand how I got COVID and he has not gotten COVID. Like, how? Or the other one who's always traveling. Right. How? You know what? No, you might have been like my my boyfriend didn't get COVID at all. You might be one of those, Garnett. Blessed by the hands of God, Mina. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think like for Thanksgiving, like I don't, I never have to do too much. Like my family's, it's my family's very small and like local. It's just the immediate family here, and like luckily, my wife's family is like, yeah, we ain't really doing too much, so I don't have to do the going to multiple house. I, mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest things with getting married. I'm like, I do not want to be. I got to go to your house for two hours, and I got to go. I'm ready to go home after a while. So I'm mm-hmm. thankfully I don't have to do that. Um, but we're going to my parents' house, and I'm and I always try to do something different every year. I'm always coming over there trying something, whether it's like a. Um, cream bean casserole or when I was not eating meat I would bring some type of tofu option last year I did I did um lamb last year which was like different for me this year I'm going to do a cedar plank salmon which I've never done before wow and then I'm going to do um apple cider mimosas so like those kind of things like get me excited about it because it's like like I said very small contribution that I'm doing and if I mess it up y'all got plenty of other stuff to eat so you're not like (laughs) talking trash about me or nothing like that (laughs) yo let me tell you something I'm very impressed that you're making what salmon and a mimosa Mm -hmm. that's fancy (laughs) you're bringing the party man because see you know seafood ain't always like at the top of the list when it comes to thanksgiving especially with (laughs) black people for those who are listening (laughs) so look you're doing that and drinks yeah that's yeah good for you man all right, so we have a man that contributes to Thanksgiving and a man that does not. <laughs> that, that is a super fact. The only thing I got is my presence. Listen, I'm, you, you don't want none of my mashed potatoes. <laughs> we, did do a Friendsgiving, we did a Friendsgiving last week, and the theme of it was bring your specialty, so nobody knew what, who was, what you were going to bring until you got there, which is really risky. And I brought ice. Like, the, I, did, I don't, I, that's the best I can do. <laughs> it's Chick-fil-A ice, though. Yo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is Chick-fil-A ice different? Yeah. Tastes yeah. like chicken. Stop. <laughs> it's like a little crushed cube ice. It's, it's amazing. 
Yeah. Well, y'all welcome to come to my house and taste my food that I can't taste myself. Corona is present over there, woman. No, it's not. Know. I've been testing negative. I don't know. Your dog got it. Well, no. You know what's crazy? My dog was coughing and sneezing. Uh, I swear to you, I don't make this up. But that's, that's what I'm saying. People know? think it, having Corona is like, like, to, like. I don't know. I feel like it's like I have the plague. Like it went away. Everybody's still like, oh no, you got corona. That's the worst part. And when you announce it publicly, well, when this comes out and then people hear it on like the radio and stuff, you got to deal with it all over again. It's like you just gonna be like you freshly diagnosed all over again. I've been safe <laughs> and, and, and I've been wearing my N95 mask. I didn't go outside when I was testing positive. The second I tested negative, I was outside with my mask. <laughs> I'm back out here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was safe. I mean, I ran through it fast. And it's funny, at my in my Philly job, I had told my boss, because, you know, you can't come back until you have, like, a negative test. Mm -hmm. And I had told my boss, like, hey, I got a negative test. And she was like, oh, I need to see it. I'm like, why would I lie about that? But I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to verify. <laughs> Whatever. So I screenshot my result that said negative. And she was like, what kind of test is this? Like, girl, it's a CVS test. Okay. It's not an at home <laughs> test. Give me for free. I don't know. Right. Like, what? Well, it's a CVS. Like, what? And then she's like, oh, no, you need a PCR. So it's like, okay, I'll go get the PCR, which you have to wait like one to two days for the results. It's it's harder to get a PCR test than it is to get a rapid test. So it's like I had to wait a couple of days to get the PCR test. But it's like nobody believes me that I got through Corona in a week. And I'm like, she she wants like a, you know, a, a, a PCR test to make sure I don't come into the studio with no damn Corona. <laughs> it's like I it literally is like I had the plague and people are still like, oh, I'm about to start just showing my results. Look, y'all, I'm negative. Here's both of my tests. I got oh, through it in a week. Yeah, I'm a right. I got through it in a week. Like I'm vaccinated. That's the point of getting vaccinated and make sure you don't get it like that, that, you know, like full force. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, y'all have a great Thanksgiving. You too. <laughs> Hopefully you'll come over to my house. No. Friday. You have to post it, man. I, I really want to see this like badly. What do you want to see? Just everything. Me. I want to see you like. I just want to see everything that goes on <laughs> Like I'm fascinated. I would never do that. I would never in my life think that I'm going to make a turkey for anybody, especially when I don't know how. Like I just need to see how you do it. <laughs> I need to see how I do it too. <laughs> so wait, when I was Googling it, there's white people, you know, white people make a turkey a certain place, a certain way. Black people make it a different way. They use different spices. White people out here using, you know, uh, thyme or thyme or whatever, mm -hmm. or rosemary, you mm -hmm. know, like black people out here using garlic and, you know, like se seasoned salt, <laughs> butter. So it was like... I had to shift through like the different like cultures and how they make turkey and even what they stuff the turkey with, you know, like. Are you, do you stuff your turkeys? I never made a turkey. You're find like, out, Dex. <laughs> I mean, like, because I've never, I've never had a turkey that was stuffed before. They're, they've always been like, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So about That's why I, I won't be doing it. <laughs> I am stuffing my turkey, but when not with stuffing, from what I read, is a lot of people try to put stuffing in the turkey, but Tried it doesn't out. cook all the way. So it's like it it can make bacteria grow inside of the turkey. And what I'm not trying to get people is salmonella from my first turkey. <laughs> so I'm just going to stuff it with like. Oh, um, bag. You guys use a bag, right? With like. No. No, you just put it in there. <laughs> no condo like, or nothing. Like that? That's raw. <laughs> I, listen, I'm putting onion, garlic, um, salt, pepper, butter, celery, um, carrots, oranges, and apples in in my inside of my turkey. Okay. And then because oh, that stuff doesn't need to cook, it's just gonna be the flavor. Right. Though. It's gonna be for flavor for juices. And then on the outside, I'm doing potatoes, carrots, um, and um, lemons, and then butter, salt, pepper, seasoned salt, um, garlic. How do you know when it's done? So you're supposed to, <laughs> you're supposed to, um, you're supposed to uh, take a temperature. So it has to be over 180 degrees. Okay. Yeah. So I so had to learn all of this. No one has taught me this. I had to Google it. I that means mean you damn near gonna be up for 24 hours because I know my aunt when it comes to the turkey, she be it, it start the night before. Just yeah, so we can be found by a certain time. So yeah, you 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 gonna be up for a little bit making sure everything right with that. Yeah, I'm stuffing it tomorrow and just putting like the marinade in it. And then I'm getting real fancy. I, I came across one YouTube video where they inject the turkey with butter. So I bought the injectors. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to inject my turkey with butter, garlic, salt, pepper, seasoned salt. And put it right in there with little needles. No, I would. I've never made a turkey before, but I would, if I were you, just be on the safe side. Order one from Boston Market too. No, if it, <laughs> if it tastes bad, wow. it tastes bad. What no, like, not the taste. What if it? What if you pull it out and you like this? Don't this look ain't right. it. <laughs> yeah, so have Boston Market. Just have it in the oven just in no. case. Like, so, <laughs> so this is my my safety. Um, my safety option. I'm ordering pernil, which is pork, Spanish mm -hmm. pork, okay. from a place. Okay. So if all goes left and my turkey is burnt oh. or undercooked <laughs> or under seasoned, I have pernil that was made professionally that people can eat. Smart. Well, look, you could you could do this too though. That is a great option. Um, cause I'm looking forward to Coquito. That's, that's, you know, I just came back from Puerto Rico and I have Coquito right from Puerto Rico. Sitting yeah, yeah, that's, that's in my bar. That's elegant stuff. Yeah. I, I, I definitely going to need some of that. I might pay you a visit. All right. Come <laughs> but, um, on through. Yeah. How come you just don't have anybody? I guess like, cause it really just takes the early portion to make sure that you're doing everything right at the beginning. And then you kind of know when the turkey done, cause you can like taste it, like you said, the thermometer. So it's more so like the beginning stages to make sure that everything is done correctly. Yeah, I've Googled it. I'm ready to go. I know how to clean the turkey. I know how to do everything. So yeah, so. Hope it tastes good. That's all I hope. That's all you hey, listen. Who, who whoever's done a turkey, show up to me in the house with your mask on, yeah. help her out at the beginning, <laughs> really? you know, make sure some seasoned salt on there because you know. <laughs> We promote high blood pressure on this show. Right. So, you know, and after that, she, she she got it. And the next year, you won't need no help at all. No, I'm doing it from Bro. scratch. And whatever comes out, comes out. I can cook. 
So I think I have a good basis. I did a lot of reading and YouTube video watching. So I'm I'm confident about going into this, doing this turkey thing. Okay. Shout out to you too. I'm excited for it. All right. <laughs> Y'all could come over. Okay. Six o'clock on Thanksgiving. <laughs> they actually want you to vlog it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. This will be your introduction to TikTok. This I have TikTok. Oh, Damn, you? Okay. you don't even follow me. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok. I follow you too. Uh, yep, Amina say what? M-I-N-A-S-A-Y-W-H-A-T. That's stuck you. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the sign out, was it? No, it was. Let's just make it the sign out. Go ahead. Garnett, my bad for showing up late. The line kicked my butt today, but I was here. All right. It's the 203rd episode of the Mina's House podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs>